Have you ever tried to make a change in your life so significant, so important that it would mean uprooting everything you currently know? Maybe that change has to do with your weight, or maybe it's about money and saving more or earning more. Whatever area of your life it is, oftentimes this change can feel impossible. And there's a reason for this. The life we live was designed and built by the habits and actions that we took leading up to this moment. And so by living in that same environment, by living in the same context, by allowing ourselves to carry on with the same actions and the same behaviors, we are by definition reinforcing the things that led us where we are today. So any change is going to naturally feel like something that is impossible to stick with. But what if we changed our environment? What if we changed the context? What if instead of worrying about sticking with habits or changing our behavior and doing the thing we know we should do, we just focused on changing the world around us? In today's episode, we're talking about how environment affects behavior. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to a podcast I'm a huge fan of. It's called Mindfulness for Beginners. And just like the title says, it's about learning how to be more mindful, learning what mindfulness even is. If you're searching for a happier life, insight into your anxiety, or just how you can live free from suffering, I would recommend that you join Sean on his great weekly podcast, Mindfulness for beginners. Each week, he introduces one of the fundamental concepts that will empower you to make change and guide you through a meditation that will unlock your ability to let go and start living in the present moment. Search for Mindfulness for Beginners wherever you get your podcasts. Check it out today and start living a calm and free life. One major change that I've consistently for the last two or three, maybe even four years, been trying to make for myself is getting a better control on my fitness and my nutrition. And I know I'm not alone here. Improvements in our fitness and nutrition is actually the number one and number two New Year's resolution that people in the United States make. This is an important topic and one that we all seem to struggle with. Now, I can't speak for you or your situation, but I recently made a change in my life that inadvertently shifted my entire strategy around fitness and nutrition. And as I was going through this process, I started to realize that environment plays a massive role in our behavior. And the behavioral scientists have found this to be true as well. When I recently interviewed Dr. Eilert Fischbach on the podcast, she shared that changing behavior, the way to do it most successfully is to change the environment that the behavior happens in. 
Now, it's not often that I get the chance to speak with a behavioral scientist, learn something new, and then a few days or a few weeks later, see it play out in my own life. So it was fascinating to watch it happening. And here's what went down. I recently moved. Now, for many of you who've been listening to the podcast for years, you know that about three years ago, three and a half years ago, I moved from New York City to New Hampshire. There were a number of reasons why that move happened. They're all sort of irrelevant to this episode. But one massive change that came with that move, something that I didn't quite anticipate, is a drastic reduction in my daily physical activity. When I lived in New York City, I was walking everywhere. I would get outside and walk constantly, not necessarily out of a need to exercise, but out of necessity. If I didn't want to take the train, I would have to walk multiple blocks. If the train wasn't an option, I'd have to walk multiple blocks. And even when the train was an option, I'd often have to get out two or three blocks away from my desired location. I didn't drive in the city because parking was a nightmare, and so I walked everywhere that I could. After I moved to New Hampshire, I underestimated how much of a decrease in my physical activity there would be. I went from walking everywhere to living in an area where walking really wasn't an option. Things were too far away, not to mention the streets themselves were not very walkable. As a result, I drove everywhere. I drove and I parked and the most walking I did was in and out of stores. And so I went from this scenario where walking was a part of my daily life. It was never about exercise. It was about transportation to now needing to make the conscious effort to get out for a walk or to get out for some other type of exercise. And while I tried to do that regularly, Rachel and I love going for walks or hikes or whatever it might be, there is a big difference between those two. There's a big difference between it being required for your daily life and it being a choice you have to make. The minute you move it to a choice you have to make, it becomes significantly more likely that you won't make that choice. So that was the original shift. And in the preceding few years, the three years that I've been here, I noticed my weight going up. I noticed my body holding on to more fat. I noticed that my daily calorie expenditure was not nearly as high. My metabolism was not nearly as high. But my habits around eating hadn't really changed. You see, I developed those habits based on the caloric expenditure that I had in the city, based on the lifestyle that I had in the city. And those habits didn't necessarily shift when I was removed from the environment that allowed me to live that lifestyle. And so now let's fast forward to today. I recently moved. I'm still in New Hampshire, but I moved to a different building, one that is far more walkable, one that is in a town that is far more walkable. And just by that move alone, I've noticed my step count increasing on a day-to-day basis. I've noticed myself maintaining a weight that I'm happy with significantly easier. I've noticed myself eating more, but somehow not holding on to it in the same way. I'm getting to the gym more often because now the gym is in my building. And just in the process of waking up and getting to the office, which is now separate from my home, just in that process, I'm taking more steps than usual. 
And one day all of this hit me. And I finally realized, oh, Dr. Fishbach was right. It is, at least in part, about environment. I'm not working out more or exercising more simply because I have more motivation or because I'm excited to or because of willpower. I'm doing it because it's a necessity, because my environment demands it, just like it did in New York City. I'm walking more by default. And that is, as a result, affecting everything else. My weight is going down. My calorie burn is going up. Everything that I wanted for my physical fitness is getting to those points, getting to the goal, without me doing anything different other than changing my environment. That's fascinating. And it makes me wonder, what else can this apply to? Can shifting our environment make it easier to take certain actions or to avoid others? Will choosing not to buy certain snacks that they aren't in the house shift the way that you eat on a day-to-day basis out of necessity? Will allowing yourself to drive a different route home that doesn't pass fast food or the mall or whatever your vice is, will that shift your behavior? I tend to believe so based purely on my own experience, but I want to put the challenge to you. Of course, it's not possible to just get up and move in order to change your environment. But what can you change? What can you control about the environment you live in? Rather than worrying about shifting the behavior itself and stressing about willpower and all of those things, Could you just shift the environment so that those behaviors are less likely to occur? That is the challenge I want to put to you. Two simple ideas. Drive a different route home if your current route passes things that you maybe don't want to be influenced by. Or drive a different route home if you want to be influenced by those things. For example, if you want to get to the gym more often, could you drive in such a way that you pass the gym more often? And in your home itself, change your shopping list. I know that that sounds cliche, but if the food isn't in your house, you're less likely to consume it. When it comes to saving, perhaps you can change the way that your paycheck is taken out so that some percentage goes directly into the savings account before you ever see it. Now, I understand that that's not necessarily accessible to everyone. I know many of you don't have a paycheck. Maybe you are working for yourself like I am. I know many of you are making just enough to make things work. And so taking out that 5% is going to sink you. I get that. I'm not saying that these are prescriptions. All I want for this episode and all I want you to walk away with is the idea that maybe it's not actually about changing behavior. Maybe it's about changing the environment. If we can change that, we'll naturally produce the behaviors we want and avoid the behaviors we don't want. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This was a super fun episode for me because it was like the first time that I got to really like experiment on myself and see the results from it. And it was all accidental, but I am really excited going forward to test this out 
uh, uh, purposely and to create an environment that produces the behaviors I personally want for myself. So I encourage you to do the same. If you're listening to this right now, find the podcast in video form on YouTube and leave a comment. Here's the question. What can you do to shift your environment? What is your tiny leap to shift your environment? Leave a comment over on YouTube and let me know. I'd love to have that discussion with you and the rest of the community. And if you're watching this on YouTube, thank you so much. Hit the like button, hit share if you thought it was helpful and be sure to subscribe before you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I've been Greg Clunas and remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.